So you came back. I'm excited to see that. It's another day, another challenge, and somehow you you lifted yourself up and you did it again. Congratulate yourself. I know that every day is not going to be easy. I know that there are challenges that are hard and very difficult. But there's one thing about you that you're forgetting. How resilient you are. How much effort you give to be better every single day. How you keep fighting when people may not seem to know that you're in the battle. I salute you. There's somebody who's watching this video who's who's getting real close. Who has even may have gotten to a point of no return. But I don't believe that there's no such thing as a point of no return. I believe that there's just an opportunity for something greater to be set up. You can get that done by making a simple phone call, 988. Don't take much. Don't got to give them your name. You just simply got to call and have a conversation. Maybe you don't feel comfortable with doing that. Maybe you just, you just don't feel comfortable with that phone call. Reach out and talk to somebody. Tell them how you're feeling. Tell them that you need help cry scream at the top of your lungs to get the assistance you need until somebody hears you because you don't understand how important you are to this world you don't understand how important you are to somebody whether it be your mom your dad your cousin your aunt a friend a sister a brother you matter so before you make a decision we have to live with make one you can live with and get help because whether you know it or not Tomorrow needs you. Now let's talk football. Welcome back to another Fear Review where we are talking about our Detroit Lions. I played around with a new introduction. Hopefully you guys liked it. I'm going to take y'all advice on this one. See what y'all think about the uh, new introduction as it was just rolled out. That was y'all first time seeing it. I had to play with it a little bit. See what it do. Wanted to do something a little bit different. I love the welcome back because it's exactly what I want. I want you to come back. I want you to be here to have the conversation and be a part of the conversation to talk about our Lions. And this week, we have to talk about the game against the, the Falcons. It just is what it is. I'm going to be going over a lot of different things um, that is going to um, it's going to be triggering. <laughs> it's going to be triggering. That's the word I'm going to use. It's going to be very triggering uh, to a lot of people. Uh, but you know me. Before this thing gets going, I got to see who's in the building with me. And we got my man Lions Talk with John Kapler in the building. We got my man Ed W. in the building. Giovanni Lyon is in the building. We got my man Gino in the building. Uh, my man Dan Spanos is in the building. Uh, we have one funky Lion fan in the building. 
Uh, we got my man Dirty Gloves Williams, Noel, uh, uh, Perta. I hope I said that right. If I didn't, don't kill me. Please don't. No, you know I, I suck at the names. Uh, we got uh, Lion Fan Express. He says, what's up, Luke? Ready to listen to the show? Popcorn ready. I got it. We got my man Billy Venable in the building. The Singles Dance Club is in the building. Says, what up, Luke? Fire. Are we feeling like ketchup and mustard versus Atlanta? Ooh. Well, might be something different. I'm going to give you, give you a spin on this one. All right. Uh, my man Noah says, I just graduated from Navy at school. I'm heading to the fleet. Hey, shout out to you and salute to you for your service and, and your willingness to be uh, up front with these things. So, um, listen, to you, sir, I say congratulations. And um, I pray that all that you do comes to you. But I know that I don't need to pray about what's going to come to you because that's what happens when you're a good person and you're doing things like this. So shout out to you, sir. Um, yeah, I know. I know. We're talking about the, the, the gift thing. We're going to get into it. Uh, we got Makai Holt in the building. We got my man, You Can Hate Me Now, McKenzie in the building. If Craig Reynolds starts, I'm going to lose my... Ooh. <laughs> Wait till we get into this one. Um, we got my man, Noel... Uh, talking about thanks, brother. You know, giving people shout outs back to let them know. Uh, offense has to put up a lot of points and make Ratters throw. This is essentially what you got to do. You know, you got to turn into one, one dimensional, essentially. But friendly neighborhood Lions fan is in the building. Patty Grimes is in the building. Ramon, the new age is in the building. Super Saiyan Lions in the building. Hockey Town's in the building. Lion said Luke G's biggest fan in the house. Hey, shout out to you, sir. Appreciate you. Chrome is in the building. And I'm going to get right into it, right off rip. So I'm listening to the press conference today of Dan Campbell. And Dan Campbell, <sighs> you, Dan Campbell was like tiptoeing around saying something that he knew would result in an uproar. And that was them, him talking about player acquisition, the use of the running back. And he and one of the things that he said that hit a nerve with me was that Jameer Gibbs is a do-all back who you don't have to go soft on, that you don't have to treat like they can't do it. He can go in between and outside the tackles. And it got me to thinking, well, I've watched him through two games, and he's got 14 carries. And if you believe he's this guy that you speak of, then why did you come out previously and say well, with Montgomery being out, it's going to be running back by committee? At what point do we utilize that weapon that you speak of? And, and, it's, and it's annoying me because I hear him talk about that the same way when they asked him about the healthy scratch of Broderick Martin and, and Isaiah Bugs. And he he talked about Bugs actually going to get in the game this, year, this, this, this coming Sunday. Okay, cool, right? Like this is not really big news to me, but – Okay, cool, right? Because you need all the help you can get. You couldn't really take too many people out for that interior part. And I'm saying to myself, okay, cool with that. And then I'm listening to him, and he he goes to this video, this particular video I'm going to show you guys right now, where he's breaking down the film of the Falcons. And he's, he's making some points as it pertains to, um, to be John Robinson. And I get annoyed again because looking at this, I'm thinking to myself, what's the point? What are we doing here? Shout out to UTA. What's going on, Raw Podcast is in the building. 
you know, my man Nick is in the building. Um, what are we doing here? So my thing is, is to try to show you where I believe we need to get this team at. Okay. Um, B. John Robinson is a guy that he talks about as being more of a compact guy who moves like a guy that's 180 something pounds. And they're highlighting him here clearly, right? Um, you see this guy on the ground, and I'm not trying to be funny. I see this too often with our team, which is why I'm like, we need to make sure we upgrade our linebackers. People like Malcolm Rodriguez and Alex Anceloni are great backups. They're great for coming in and relief. They're great for, you know, uh, a game or two. But they're not starting linebackers. They're just not. And I'm not trying to be mean towards them. They're just not starting linebackers. Um but you see this where he's making people miss. And this is what I want you to look at the most important part of it. Because this position right here is exactly what Aiden Hutchinson is going to be. Hands down. Hands down. That's Aiden Hutchinson's spot. Hands down. And when you look at it, Aiden Hutchinson is going to have to win that matchup too. When you look at it, this looks very familiar. No push or anything going this way, really. But Aiden Hutchins is going to have to learn some discipline and break down to, to make some things happen. All right. This is going to be one of your safeties, whether it's Brian Branch, whether it's Tracy Walker. It's one of your safeties and probably another linebacker, Alex Anceloni, probably, who's going to be the one coming down for this fill-in spot. Okay. Just like this is going to be one of your safeties. And if you look here at this right here, he did him dirty. That that happened. That is, he did him dirty. But it's, it, was, it was his inability to break down. This guy has no excuse. He's still coming, but this guy has no excuse. I don't know what that angle he was taking was, but... Now he's trying to make up for it, and then he gets this done. We this 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 is inexcusable. This is just inexcusable. Now, again, there's another part of this that's inexcusable, and I'm showing you all this because this cannot happen to our team. This is not this is not the, the way that we're gonna have to be able to beat this. At some point, dog here gonna have to get up off this block. And that's going to be Cam Sutton. That can be Jerry Jacobs. One of them had to get off of that. That safety should have been down here yesterday. As you keep watching, he got the safety to bite on this BS on the inside. Literally threw the safety into a block. Let's go back a little bit. I don't think people understand how crazy this is. The safety... Simply just needs to come here. Just keep coming. You let this man put you in the washing machine to be blocked. This can't happen against for us. Not if we're going to win this type of game with this type of style of play. Because it's not just this running back. It's that other little short guy, uh, Tyler or Taylor or uh, Algier. It's that one too. It's the quarterback. This can't happen. This can't, this should not happen. Like, I don't even think people understand how crazy this is. They're going to show this play a hundred 
and 57 times because guess what? It's that wild. This is this is what this is not supposed to be the case. Look how he gets this dude to the block. Stay tight to the blocker. I guarantee you he swept his butt as he went by. I guarantee you. And meanwhile, that guy, what's his name, uh, Rasul, whatever his name is, Rasul, still didn't get off this block from Kyle Pitts until then. And when you go from this angle, this is Dan Campbell looking at this. This is up right now. Look at the blocking up front. See, we like to make these conversations a lot of times where we talk about particular players on our team getting double teamed. But sometimes it's just scheme. They're trying to get guys up there, body on body. But damn that. Look at this. This is a combination block for him to go here. This is a combination block for him to go here. He's going to find whatever he can because they're trying to combo block. When they did, he, he, he got a little shove, but it wasn't much. And he beat him. Meanwhile, he's still getting double team. He's still getting double team. He doing his job watching that cutback lane. And then this, I don't know what, I, Jesus, take the wheel. This is what we look like in games against the run. This safety should have been here four months ago. Like, I, I want you to understand, this, this safety should have been here four months ago. All right? This whole conversation of this mentor, this dude, I don't know what, I, I don't know what his game plan was. I really don't. I don't know if he just gave in and threw in the towel or, or, or what the deal was, but that guy needs prayer. Now, let me be clear, people. I'm showing this because this is what we cannot do. I'm showing this because my concern is not necessarily B. John Robinson. No, 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 no. See, when I saw B. John Robinson run, what I saw is a guy who's similar to Barry. He'll create his own run. He's going to get his yards. You can slow him down. Great. Right? Like, that's all cool. You can slow that down and everything. But you have to be able to maintain discipline, gap assignment, dis discipline, uh, tackle breakdown. It has to happen. It needs to happen. You cannot do this. That's why that game looked so strange. Because once that got going, it really got them to panicking a little bit. But what it did was it made it worse when the quarterback was allowed to sit in the pocket and have his way. He was allowed to do what he want. And I'm starting off with this particular clip in this breakdown from our alliance because Bijan is not the concern. It's the guy handing him the ball that's the concern. It's the guy that can go and run at quarterback that's the concern. B. John can be slowed down. What he did in the passing game, it can't happen. I'm more concerned with Kyle Pitts than I am Drake London. 
oh Luke, you crazy. Then you don't know what you're talking about. You've lost your mind. You you worried about who? Oh man, I don't know how you're getting this. And you know, what is this? You have to look at what all this stuff does, how it can get ugly real quick. Now, I just thought this out through watching this particular video that this would be their first road game for the Falcons. Okay, cool. Cool. But I'm just saying, what in the hell are we going to do when it comes to that? And this is why news of like people like Bugs and maybe Brock Broderick Martin might be playing, which again, I don't expect much out of them, to be honest with you, because I'm working on a video now to dispel some BS that's being spewed, right? But let's be honest. This, what you just saw, as Nick pointed out, is special. That's not, that's not normal. That's not, that, no, that place should have been dead in the water. He did them dirty. And it was so obvious. What up, BD? It was so obvious. Now, I'm going to show you the next one. Because, because of that run, I'm going to show you how that one run did the following things for the quarterback. And why this can't happen. And why I believe that you're going you're gonna to lose sleep trying to stop B. John Robinson, when you can just say, you know what, let me get to the quarterback. Let me make them one-dimensional, right? Let me force them to rely on the run while I kill the pass. We get up quickly on the score. That'll take the run away, and I already know I got the pass killed. There's more than one way to skin a cat, but let's look at this one. All right? Shout out to Detroit Lions, YouTube. Okay? For this beautiful thing, I wanted more of these, and I'm happy they're doing it, all right? I want to hear the coach idea of it. All right, so even on this one, as they look at this, we're focusing in on Drake London. What I want you to focus in on is this front, because somebody got to do something at some point up here, but just watch. So as they come out, I don't slow mode everything so you can see it, because people swear they don't see it. Even they coordinator sent five. He sent five, all right? I also want to go back a little bit because I want you to see where the cornerbacks are in, in relevance to where they are. We was on we was on Jacob's head about how far he was off. Well, there's Alexander, okay? He's covering Drake London. There's Alexander. That's, that's Rasul. He's covering Kyle Pitts. But what I noticed about their offense is they put Kyle Pitts and Drake London on the same side a whole lot, a whole lot, and forces you to figure out what you're going to do with that part of it, what an option for this quarterback to throw it or to go underneath. They've done this too many times. I've went back and looked at the last two games the Falcons had, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is a thing. But I want you to see this because we talked about Jacobs and how far he played off, all right? Now, he comes. Let's stop here. Don't this look familiar down here? Don't this look very eerie, eerily uh, familiar to you all? A bunch of guys who get who try to pass rush and the quarterback sitting clean and pretty. Don't that look familiar? Meanwhile, 
This quarterback had options on options on options. Let me just show you. Let me go back. We're talking options on options on options. Look at this great play design. He had Bijan underneath. He had this, this little sneak out from the tight end here. And he decided to go big. Why? Because you are not near him. Now, in the NFL's book, that would be considered like a pressure. Right? And I don't count pressures unless they're negative plays. But I'd be damned if he didn't have two things underneath that he could have went to. He goes big. Mm. Look at this. I can't make this up. This right here is Kyle Pitts. All they told Kyle Pitts to do was run and run fast. Get that safety to get, to get on his heels and turn. My man comes up here, gets in between the two defenders. This was a, this is Rasul. That's Alexander. Alexander's a good corner. Rasul is okay, right? But even if he didn't want this, he had this and this open. And why am I bringing this up? Because this don't happen if the Lions defense can get to the damn quarterback. Just get to the quarterback. Which brings me to another point that I noticed between this game and the Seahawks game. And maybe I'm wrong about this. Y'all can tell me. When's the last time that you remember from your own memory seeing Montgomery and Gibbs in the backfield together? Because I try hard to remember, and I can't remember a play like that. I can't. I re I just can't. Now, again, we're just looking at play design, because similar to us running that three four or four two, however you want to look at it, but whatever. Packers do similar to it as well. This is just great play design. Arthur Smith, R. Smith, whatever his damn name is. This is there's no way to defend this. Other than for somebody to get the quarterback down. And when you have guys not winning those one-on-one matchups, come on, bro. This dude gotta win this. He gotta win his. But look how clean this is. Now I only bring this up because I want y'all to understand that I'm addressing the elephant in the room. Which is, we're going to have to have people step up big for us. We're going to have to have people to make plays for us. It needs to happen. There is no getting around that. They have to just do it. And this is the part about it that doesn't make sense. So as we go through and we look at clip after clip of me showing y'all what they're doing on this offense, I'm telling you that they got some people who was making some great calls. But man, we have to get home. We have to. I'll show you another, another, another way of looking at it. It's another angle. Look at this right here. You're going to tell me it's going to look familiar. Just watch. See, see, because see, we have problems when people ask questions like, why are you rushing uh, Jack Campbell? That's Quay Walker. They rushed him. Everybody else rushes players. 
You should be able to do these things from time to time. We're not saying do it consistently, but from time to time to mix things up, that should happen. And now they got a cornerback patrolling the middle because he's fast enough to also keep an eye on the quarterback. But it don't matter. Because look who's here. And look who's here. And they're scot-free. And he's got a one-on-one. And I don't expect the linebacker to win this one-on-one. But this dude, that's Clark. Whoop his ass. He needs to win this one-on-one. Like, look at this. You cannot make this stuff up. And the reality is, if we're winning this game, we're going to have to be the ones to establish the run. We're going to have to be the ones playing ahead and let them play from behind. We're going to have to be the ones that's that's making them one-dimensional. That's putting them in critical downs. And it starts with rattling the quarterback. Who can't make this throw? Seriously, with that type of protection, that type of route running, who can't make this throw? Look at this. Four people. You just, come on, bro. Come on. Everything you look at say that this was a a, a killer play. So I'm showing this because I'm telling you, as a defense, is where I'm starting it off at. As a defense. And I know one prior 40 and so many people want to get rid of Aaron Glenn. I know. The same, but every time we get rid of a coach, we go out and get the talent that's needed for it to work in the first place. See, I thought the, the original problem for the defense was because of RB Pleasant. Then we get rid of him. So now they're going to just keep trickling it down and say it's Aaron Glenn. All right, cool. It's Aaron Glenn, right? It's Aaron Glenn. But most of the players that we got on our team, I'm telling you, they probably not starting on other teams. They're just not. But you got to make plays. You got to do things a little bit more different than what that is. And it starts with getting to the quarterback. Now, why is this important? Because when you look at it from their standpoint, I'm going to show you the difference of what it looks like. What a, what it looks like from uh, getting to the quarterback a little differently. All right, and let me see. If I, can, I got to cue it up. I got timestamps, people. But a lot of this stuff that you're looking at, it's going to come down to people having a comfortable pocket. And you're not going to have this. Not to mention, I haven't even got it to the Falcons defense. Because I, I can tell now that our offense needs to be like, like very centered around Amara, Laporta, and Gibbs. It should be a lot of, and I hate y'all, I know y'all going to hate this. It should be a lot of dinking and dunking. It really should. We should we should not be giving out too many damn free free runs and 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 things like that. Doesn't make sense to me. All right, go Lion says, okay, I'm here. Hard week, been in and out. 
on Lions content. So let's go. Yeah, listen. <laughs> tell me about it. Trying to get it done is the hard part. Tried last year too. Okay. Well, are we on today? Yep. What are we on today? We're talking about the matchups for the Falcons and the Lions game because that's what we need to be looking at. AG ain't out there losing reps to backups. I, I didn't see him out there losing reps to backups. Last year, gone, and it's over. It don't affect this year. One probably remember the Lion King when Rafiki, the monkey, hit the Simba and over the head with a stick, and he says, ouch, that it hurts, and the monkey, <laughs> it's in the past. It doesn't matter, right? Or look harder. I, that's my problem with the AG crowd. It's the easiest person to go to. Then you're going to get rid of AG. Then they're going to they gonna skip AG. And we get a new defensive coordinator, then it's going to go, oh, it's, it's Dan Campbell fault. But the truth is, is, and I hate to say it, is that you know Ben Johnson's play calling has been a little bit bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's, that's just the reality. That's just the reality. What's going on, Willie Ross? All right, so look. I'm going to go to the next clip because I, I want to show these things because I believe that these things are huge. Um, and I want to give the people the props on who putting this stuff out there. Um, but I want to I want to make sure that people are able to see it in real time. The next one we're going to look at comes from the football scout. He is linked in the description. So check out his channel. Does great work. Right. Does great work, but let's look at it. He does this great video titled How the Falcons Offensive Line Dominated versus the Packers. I, I, I want you to stress this up. This is the football scout. Not gonna show all of this video because it's 12 minutes long. But there are certain things that even he showed that I was like, Yeah, and we can't have this. We can't have this kind of play. The scarier part is, is I will argue that the front seven of the Packers is probably better than the front seven of, of the Lions. And they did this to him. So this tells me, yeah, let's focus on getting to the quarterback. But let's just watch in terms of this. Off rip. Look at this here. Like, I don't know if y'all know this. This dude's a rookie. Look like. Look at this. He don't chop dude hands down, put him over there. The other rookie on the chop blocked him. The tackle on his way to the linebacker, like, bruh, he whooping his butt on a one-on-one. This guard don't get all the way up to the other linebacker. This is just all bad. And here's the scary part. That's not B. John Robinson. That's not even B. John Robinson. I just want y'all to see this. They completely collapsed the middle of the field. Leaving it up to the linebackers to make plays. Now, he jumps out to get a hand. And then the yield for nothing. But I'll be damned this safety again. This linebacker needs to press him Carter. He's coming. All right. But, God, I mean, you, do y'all see this? The, it's, it's, it's poetry in motion. Let's go to another one. Oh, this might even be the same one. This is the exact same one. I'm going to skip all the way up. Let me skip up a little bit. All right. Just so you can see it on how important this game is to our defense. 
this is how important it is to the defense. So some fans believe that the Lions defense did a really good job against the run. I looked at a number of crucial downs and was like, oh, okay. Seriously. I love what Penny Sewell said a couple of days ago where he talked about uh, the, the Lions loss and he said, good, now there shouldn't be no more talk. We're done talking. And I believe, in my opinion, that that was a direct shot at Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Like you're doing too much talking, and, and it's not it's, you ain't we ain't you ain't we ain't, you out here making dumb decisions, pushing people. But watch the blocking people. Now look at this. This guy needs to come flat down, flat down the line. He could run into so much. He doing what he's supposed to be doing. He still got eyes on the tight end. Cool, right? But look at this. Because everybody likes to talk about double teams. Everybody goes through it. So when I hear us talk about double teams on Hutchinson, it sounds a little weak. Because everybody gets it. It's part of the blocking scheme. They're not actively seeking him to just double team him. They're not doing it. They're not doing it. So off rip, hat on hat. They're getting them out the way. B. John just like, I don't know. Hey, I got, hey, hey, I go where I want. I go where I want. Look at this. Ellie. He coming down. He going, just watch the play. Hold on. Watch as he, as he presses the line. Look at this. This, it just, it just, it's blocking scheme. Bruh, you nope. <laughs> B John different, bro. <laughs> B John is different. Do y'all see this? How he buys them just a little bit. That little step. Uh, let me get over here. Now let, let, let's let's force the issue. Let's force it. This should have been a this should have been a bro. Hold on. Let me go back. At this point, you should have said, Hey, good job making them set the block up. This should be done. Right? This should be the end of it at that point. Right there, you might argue that should that is that play dead. But it's the blocking scheme and the running back's ability to turn what should have been a mad pickup into something special. The Lions, I don't think they can, I don't think they got time. I don't think they got time to be putting all their attention on B. John like that. Because if you do that, you're gonna you're gonna load the box up, and Drake London and 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 Kyle Pitts gonna kill you. It's it's gonna kill you every single time. It's gonna hurt you in a way that you didn't even think would be possible. It's gonna set you up in a way that you didn't think was gonna be possible. It's gonna it's literally. Going to make it so much more hard on you. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. So I'm going to put this thing in the chat as, I, as I'm going through, break it down more. So people who want to come in and want to talk to talk, feel free. Feel free. But when I tell you that, uh, that yeah, this is 
this is not how it's supposed to look. This is we have to we really have to affect the game through the quarterback. We have to somehow put it on the quarterback. And 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 it's the only way we're going to have a fair shot because I'm seeing good play design and I'm seeing blocking that usually would not be there. You know, nobody nobody came into this year talking about how great the blocking is for the Falcons. They're doing the damn thing. They're getting it done. They're truly hurting them. And I'm just telling you right now that if you go into the game with this attitude, we got to put all our energy in the Bijan, you're going to lose. You're going to lose bad. Because now you're going to be leaving one-on-ones with Kyle Pitts. Now you're going to be leaving one-on-ones with Drake London. And I would much rather have small, slow cuts so we can have time to get in that thing with our offense than to have them killing us with chunk plays on top of chunk plays, scoring at will. That's just me. I could be wrong, but that's just me. And when you look at how it's set up, as it, as it stands right now, when you look at how it's all done, man, we, we, in terms of the defense, just simply have to do our part. Don't overcomplicate it. All right? Don't overcomplicate it. Need a big game from Gibbs this week. Please, God, run Gibbs up the middle. And you know what's crazy about this? And I, I hate to say this. You know, I'm just going to show you. Because this, it, it, it blows my mind. It blows my mind when I look at this. Seriously. Hold on. Let me bring it up. I just, I don't think people realize this. Now, your coach said, you know, he's not scared. You can, you can get him the ball and blah, blah, blah. That's what Joe, that's what our culture said. That's what they said. Right? Let's take a quick look for the people. Two weeks and one in which your running back goes out of the game and he only got 14 carries. And still averaging 4.2 yards a carry. Just give him the ball. If he gets stopped, give him the ball again. He gets stopped again, give him the ball again. Here's my keys to the game. Don't put all your attention on B. John. Put your attention on establishing the line of scrimmage. That's step one. Step two, you must affect the quarterback. I don't want to hear about 1,087 pressures and the quarterback is still delivering passes. I don't want to hear about it. I do not want to hear about it. Don't tell me about no damn pressures if the quarterback still having positive plays. And I know the Falcons don't throw the ball. But guess what? Because they're so easily, they're so good at creating things with the run, with their running back and their blocking. You have to respect the throw because they didn't. Here, I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. I believe that most times, 
you know, we we see the, oh they're they're a run first team. They are. You won't get no disagreements out of me. You won't get no disagreements out of me. But I want you to see what really happened that really changed a lot of the stuff for them in this game. Because what really happened is exactly what I'm like, yo, this can't happen. It should not happen. That's the word I should use. All right? It just should not happen. So hold on. Let me let me bring it up. All right. All right. There we go. All right. Now, I'm in agreement with you. They don't throw the ball. You're not going to get me to argue with you. In fact, he was 19 to 32. But that 237 and that touchdown... That hurt. Now, B. John did all that work, but Desmond Redder ran for another touchdown. Look over on the other side, though. They weren't able to throw the ball. They weren't able to really run it. They did an okay job running, depending on how you look at it. But 211 yards on the ground, that can't, that right there, you're not finna, this right here is going to be a hard task to stop. Don't let this happen. Don't let this happen. He threw the ball 32 times. And I know what people are thinking. Well, if they could have stopped the run, he would, you know, he would have been. No. Take, make them one-dimensional. I don't care how you do it. They need to be one-dimensional. I've seen enough tape of B. John Robinson to know that that's going to be a lot of work for you to put too much attention on. It's, it's the other guys. It's these other guys. These guys, where he at? Where, where he, Drake London's. You got to get this guy out of the game. Mac Hollins, get these two big receivers out of the game. But everything they're doing is running through the running back. B. John Robinson targeted five times in the past. Caught four for 48 yards. How many rushing attempts did he have? 19. They're giving him the ball. Opportunities after opportunity. So what I'm saying is, Make them one-dimensional. They don't have to throw the ball as much as other teams do. You still got to make them one-dimensional. That's all I'm trying to point out. The other fucking receiver is really is really whoever they get open, but it's Kyle. It's, uh, you got uh, Mac Hollins and you got uh, Kyle uh, Pitts, the other guy. Falcons are not that great. Easy matchup so far. We should still win. We should still win. But I don't know if I would say they're not that great. <laughs> like, if you look at their strength versus our weakness, it's a perfect matchup nightmare. We still have a problem with the run and mobile quarterbacks, and they generally run the ball and have mobile quarterbacks. They run like 40 to 50 times a game, seriously. I know. But I don't care what you do, you're not going to affect B. John Robinson. You can slow him down. You can you can get in the way. But you ain't finna affect B. John Robinson. Not what not what the runs I see him do through the first two weeks. That right there, not normal. Like, it's just not. Now he only had 56 yards rushing versus Carolina on 10 carries. But that's still a 5.6-yard average. And, 
you go to the 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 the, the, uh, the passing game. He had six six uh, receptions for twenty seven yards. So they're doing everything through him. You had to stop the passing game. He, he this the NFL. He ain't finna run him to 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 glory, or at least it shouldn't happen like it did with the Panthers. It shouldn't happen. The other part of I want to focus on is the offensive side of the ball because I believe that there's one player in particular that needs to go ham and go off in this game for us to have success. There's one player, one player, and I'm not talking Jameer Gibbs, but there's one player that needs to go off for us to have success in this game. And that's, and that's the most obvious choice of it all. That's Amir Ross St. Brown. Because I don't think you getting the ball. I think AJ Terrell for real. I think getting, I think getting the ball while AJ Terrell over there going to be a, a hard task. I really do. I really do. But if you sit up there and you you watch these games and you just look at it from a matchup standpoint, I'm in Ross St. Brown's going to be the one to kill him because once you go past AJ Terrell, the only thing they can do to affect I'm in Ross St. Brown is bring Jesse Bates up, which then opens it up for Laporta, but then open it up for Jameer Gibbs up the backfield, but then open it up for um uh what is his damn name? Uh Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond. They need they need to have the fear of Amir Ross St. Brown. Seriously. Gibbs will have a big a big game. I hope so. The Falcons went off running the ball, not turning ball over. Yep. But you're not gonna, you're not gonna Greg. Listen, Greg. Right? Like, listen. I, I, I'm going to show you why I'm saying what I'm saying. I do not believe. <laughs> like I know you want to. I know it. I know it. they run the ball. But if you put all your attention on trying to stop B. John Robinson, you're going to get exposed. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. If you put all your attention on trying to stop B. John Robinson, it's gonna get you, it's gonna be worse than you think. I'll show you why, Greg. Again, the link in the description and the link is in the chat for y'all to jump in and tell me I'm crazy. I'm all for it. This man just he created this whole run, bro. I he this whole run was all him. This this all him, bro. This is all him. Lord Jesus. There is no reason. Listen, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back some more. Let's look at this from the top view. You load the box if you want to while they got Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Look at this, bro. You can't load the box on him. Let You just pray to God you can get a stop. Look what he just, look, look at this. Let's go forward with a few more plays. Show you what happens when now all of a sudden, now look at this. They pent back. They're going to see in five. Look at this. They did this all game. 
one open, two open. You want to you want to load the box up to stop the running back, and now you got to deal deal with B. John came out the backfield. Here's the other tight end. That's Drake London. Kyle Pitts is up here running straight down the field. Yeah, go ahead, load the box up. That's what they want you to do. You got to just play disciplined football. Gap assignment. Every running lane, he gonna have to run into somebody. That's it. But it's the passing game that they're trying to set up with it. He could have went anywhere with this damn ball. Look at this. If you don't think that's enough, let me go back to the, my other my other example. Shout out to the football scout. We can go ahead and skip forward a little bit. Because y'all want to put all the attention on, on Bijan and, 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 and Tyler. No. These people are blocking their butt off. Look at him create this run. This should not be a this, – this should be a minimum gain at best. And at best, this might should be like a back to the line of the scrimmage may, maybe tackle. Maybe one yard. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe one. Look what he does to this. What? Yeah, put all your attention on him if you want to. Put all your attention there if you want to. Look at this. I'm just going to show y'all. Like, I, I wish I could make this stuff up. Let me, let me get myself together. All right, here we go. This is passing down. You think they just stayed in the game and ran the ball? No, 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 no. Look at this. One, two, three, four, five. He quick passes the ball out to who? B. John Robinson. Look at this. You, you just can't put you listen. I they was listen, you can't, you gotta, you gotta get up on them and get up on them quick. I don't care. You put all your attention on them if you want to. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna go real ugly for you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right, that's all I'm saying. Look at their first game. They passed even like I know. You know why? They didn't have to. Right? You know why they didn't have to? And 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 if you go through and you look at their let's look at their first game. Just because I want I want to show you what I mean. I'm going to go to their first game just so I can show you what I mean. All right? Let's go to their first game. Hold on, let me get down here to it. Where is it at? Against the Panthers. A team that's not, you know, that damn good, but let's get to it. Hold on, let me get here. All right. All right, here we go. So, just look at the Falcons game one. They pass even less, right? I'm not even arguing with them. I'm just showing you why you cannot put your attention on just B. John. Even though he only threw, only threw the ball 18 times, he was 15 of 18 for 115 and a touchdown. He got sacked four times that game. Four times. They ran the ball 26. Okay? 26 times for 130 yards. All right? The difference between this first game 
And the second game is this team over here did throw the ball a whole lot. And it took away their opportunities. They should have just kept the ball on the ground, but things got out of hand. But when you go to their defense, they got those players. And I'm trying to get you to understand, these are the teams that they went against with better linebacker play and D-line play than our team. I'm telling you, just do your best to slow them down. You ain't stopping them. But what you can't overlook is this. Every time they decide to come up to play the run, look who got the ball. And look who's the benefactor of it. B. John Robinson out the backfield. Mac Hollins, Kyle Pitts. Drake London did nothing the first game. You go back to that game he had over here, Drake London was in the rarest and rarest form. Why? Because they came up on a bunch of plays to stop the damn running back. And he dotted them up. I feel more comfortable with the ball being in the air like they did with the, the with the Packers to get up quickly. They got an interception and everything. And in this game, they really couldn't force him to get the ball in there. He just took sacks. But they managed to force the other dude to do that. And I'm just telling you, if you go in with this attitude, don't even get me started on Algier. Don't even get me started on this. He went off too. But it's because of things like this where they're blocking their ass off. That's why. It's the blocking that's killing them. Let's look at another example. Just watch. This dude creates his runs. Come on, bro. You can't make this up. Look at the look. Bruh, look at this. They this this is the biggest thing that they're gonna have to teach the Lions this week. This team loves chop blocks. I'm serious. I can show you multiple plays where they did this. Chop block the backside and let the let the running back figure out which way he wanna go. But even right here, when we come back, we look at this play. Look at this. He getting kicked inside. Like I, I don't know. I don't know how you. What are you? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do better? Your, your line. We won't even play our 18th overall pick. What are you gonna do different than than the Packers? He creating this. If you put all your attention on him, you're gonna get your feelings hurt. That's all I'm trying to get you to understand. Defensively, we gotta make them one dimensional. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get them to throw the ball. You gotta you gotta be able to get them to throw the ball, which is mean just slow B John down. Because I believe if you slow him down, they'll panic and start throwing the ball. I hope Ben has been watching this tape for when we play the Packers. I hope he did too. We shouldn't even be talking about B John right now because he should be on our team. Don't get me started, Ramon. Don't get me, Ramon. Don't get me started. You remember all the mock drafts. Everybody was doing mock draft. They had Carter. I was like, look, I'm cool. I want Carter. I gave you the option. You don't want Carter. You, you're worried about his background. There's only one other pick you can make to have instant impact. I was the only one who kept selecting B. John Robinson. I lost every draft by draft simulation battle because of that. And I stand by what I said. 
So, yeah, you're right. I'm with you on that. Let me bring in Down Down 19. What up, though? What's going on, Luke? Not What's much. What's going on, chat? You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just trying to put it out there. Um, that, that everybody be. might be confused because they might be thinking, well, if, if, if the best part of the team, if the best part of the team is them running and shouldn't we focus on stopping the run? Fuck no. He creates his own run. Like, no, like he, he, you, he, there's he, nothing you're going to do to change this. He, you don't he, think he, teams tried to stop Barry Sanders? He just created his own run. There's no defense to that. Yeah. He he definitely loved that um, cutback so <laughs> That cutback is his signature move. Man, that man got people that looking silly. Man. Silly. Like, and the crazy part is, is this. Oh, you know, before I do that, what did you think about the new introduction that I did for my new intro? Oh, shit. I, I, I joined in late. I joined. Right, I'm, I'm going to check it, back. it out. I'm going oh, to run it back, run it back oh, real run it, quick. Run it back. Run it back. Run it I'm going to run it back real quick just so I can. I want the people's opinion. I really want y'all opinion on this in the chat, please. I did a whole new introduction part for the video. I just wanted to kind of get a feel for it, see what y'all think. I might tweak mm -hmm. some things, but I want to get y'all opinion on it. So, okay. so, so hold tight with me on this. What y'all think? What y'all think? That, 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 mother, that motherfucker clear. Golly, was that HD? Blue <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm playing around with stuff, man. I'm trying to figure out some new ways. That to was do nice. Stuff that was nice. That was, you should keep doing like different ones. You know what I'm saying? New ones. Like every every chance you get, though. But that was nice, though. I like Okay. It. All right. All right. So what you got for me, man? What do, your, what do you think are the keys to the, to the Lions versus... Falcons game. Like, how do you think the Lions are going to win this? First, the number one key, you got to stop the run. N number two, keep Desmond Ritter in the pocket. Don't let him scramble. You know what I'm saying? Go up the middle. You know what I'm saying? Make sure just keep, keep him in the pocket. The offense, I think the, the offense should be okay. It's more about the defense more than the offense. So stop the run, keep Desmond in the um pocket. That's like really my two keys right there. Yeah, I feel like the, the Desmond Redder one is huge because they are literally designing runs for him. And if you're coming into this game looking at the history of this defense, mm -hmm. I'm dialing up all kind of re RPOs for my, my quarterback and B John and LG, I'm I'm dominated up for them because who who gonna stop me? 
Right. Who's 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 the one supposed to come in and disrupt it? Mm-hmm. Like seriously. And when you blitz, stop over pursuing people. Just get home. Stop. Oh man, don't even get me started on that. Bro, I mean, but that that, that that again, that's on Aaron Glenn. That's Aaron Glenn's fault. That's what that's what the masses would tell you. It's Aaron Glenn's fault. It's his fault that they over pursue. It's his fault that they're not showing up. It's his fault that this defense is still hot garbage, even though before he got here, this defense was hot garbage. And I cried and screamed and hollered and said, listen, I'm all for investing on the offense. I was I was good with that. I was happy with them making an investment on the offense. But at some point, we got to make bigger investments on the defense. And I hate to say that. Catch up off yeah, – listen, that catch-up game, listen, I think – I don't know. I don't listen. I don't know how much time I got. I'm trying to try to figure out what what's the statute of limitations on things. But that catch up thing, man. I, don't, I, I never even been a fan of catch up. You feel me? I just never been. But yeah, I feel like when you look at all the different things, that's what it boils down to. Now, there's there's a thing that happened defensively. Um, that that again that really grabbed my attention. And I think the reason why it grabbed my attention was because, in my opinion, you talk about the lack of pass rush and gap assignment and discipline and stuff like that. You talk about that. Um, And shout out to uh, all 22 um, films who, who did a video titled Deja Vu. Right, like Deja Vu defense is what he titled the video, and um, I I could not do nothing but laugh because what he pointed out was exactly what's been the problem with us and where we are failing at. And I'm like, you know, we gotta be better at some things. I'm notice I'm not talking too much about the offense. I believe that Packers scored on them, we will score on them. That's my belief. That's my whole belief. The Packers scored on them, we will score on them. Okay. Um, but let me bring this one up because I want to be able to show different things. Um Hold on, let me go back up. He said, my Wi-Fi, that, that damn Wi-Fi, it, it happens, brother. All the defensive position groups coaches are going to get fired before they finally fire Aaron Glenn. Fire Aaron Glenn. You're going to have the same results. <laughs> Mark my words. In fact, I'm hoping that they fire Aaron Glenn. They're going to have the same results. Nothing's going to change. You don't have – you got one big guy up front, in my opinion, that's worth a damn, and Aline McNeil. You got one edge rusher and uh, Aiden Hudson, and then the guy opposite of him, which I'm sorry to say, Romeo Okora might need to be the one to get in over Charles Harris. But they can fire him. It's not going to change anything. You just don't have it. All right? I I just hate to be the bearer of bad news. Now, um. See this. This okay. Aline is not garbage. Okay. This. This is not true. I'm okay. Let me explain it to you, and I'll show you what I mean. 
Now, they will tell you that the guy took in second overall, push, push, and so forth for that thing like that. Again, shout out to all 22 films. Um, great, great work. I, I love what he do. This is going to count as a pressure. For me, it doesn't result in a negative play. It's not a pressure. He comes in scot-free. The ball is out. He catches it. Gets about a yard, a yard, okay. Um, but let me go back just a little bit. Let me see where is it at. Right here. This is it. Yeah, okay. This is a Lee McNeil. I don't know how people don't he he did his job. He did this. I'm gonna show y'all how crazy this is. This this narrative that he's garbage is just not true. Some of y'all probably didn't see it because it went fast. I guarantee you he's probably the first one off the line of scrimmage on snap. Off of the snap. I guarantee he's probably the first. Let's see if I'm, who was first. Who was first? It was him. It was him. My man Aiden Hutchins is still up here trying to set up his move. Don't know why he's doing it now, but whatever the hell. But it was my man down here, Aline, who was first. Like, I ain't trying to be funny. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I go back some more. All right. Where is he at? I think that might be him. I can't even tell right here. My eyes ain't, ain't working as good as they used to. All right. Uh, that him with that Benito. That like Benito. I can't. I feel like that like Benito. But let me get right here. See this? Bruh. Matter of fact, what, I mean, what is this? All right, here we go. Watch this. Look at the pocket. I didn't even pause it. He did. Who's the nearest lion to this quarterback? You think we made him look good? Give Dash Moretta with Kyle Pitts and Drake London this kind of time. I'm serious. And he got B. John Robinson. I'm serious. Look at this. You give him that kind of time, it's going to be problems. They say he ain't mix it up. One, two, three, four, five. Still nobody there. That's I think that's Malcolm Rodriguez. I can't tell. That might be Ellis Anzalone, to be honest with you. But look, that's just too easy. I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm just trying to get y'all to understand that some things are what they are. Aline McNeil, right here. People to my heat garbage. It look like he's doing his job. I'm not looking for Aline McNeil to get sex. I'm looking for him to collapse the pocket, make it hard for you to step up in the pocket, to push the people off the point of attack. But look how open the goddamn people are. You just, I just, 
I don't know what else you want you can do with this. I really don't. Let me go forward a little bit. Hold on. Let me go up a little bit. I got to go up a few plays. Hold on. They're going to lean McNeil again because everybody said he garbage. This is just not a true statement. It's just not. And he's talking, breaking this down. And here's the scary part, y'all. I want y'all to take a second and look at this because there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve people on the damn field. You want to hear the scary part about all this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And it's one up there, I believe, but eleven. Watch this. They said that that the defensive coordinator not mixing it up. He not mixing it up. They go another five. They're going another five-man rush. But just like you saw in that Falcon video, look, he got options. This guy's winning his matchup. They go two, and then this dude just going down the damn field. Look at the pocket. What is Aaron? What how is this on Aaron? Look. How is this on Aaron Glenn? Why is Jake? Why is Jacob on the goddamn ground? Somebody get him up. This is why I'm saying, let's make the quarterback the hero. You, you're not going to stop B. John. Slow him down. This is why I'm saying. Slow him down. That's all I'm saying. All right? You're not going to make him a hero. Uh, 12th and the receiver still wide open. Yeah, I know. You ain't got to tell me. <laughs> you you want to scare me? <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. I know who open. This is the problem, though. And and then it, it comes to the next part of it, too, Willie Ross. If you believe that Aleem is garbage, you got to ask yourself, who brought him here? And I mean that. Who brought him here? We we can talk about what's here, because everybody want to tell you, well, you gave, the, you gave the chef the groceries. He got to make it work. Who brought him here? That's what I look at. So, again, key to the game. Don't try to stop B. John. Slow him down. Slow him down. Because that's about what you're going to be able to do anyway. That man creates his own run. But you got to find some way to just make it to where they cannot uh, get going. In terms of the of the um, the passing game, now just another one for for kicks. Just another one for kicks. Aline McNeil's right here. Everybody, it's it's the stuff we don't see that we trip on, but you got to go and look at it. Let's look at Aline McNeil right here. This 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 just it's not me. 
This is what I want. Look at this. Now, granted, he let that stutter step slow him down. He got an arm on him. I don't know what the hell uh, Charles Harris is doing. Seriously. What are you doing, bro? Come on, Charles. Now, he got to get him at that plate. But, Charles, start moving. God damn it, Charles. Come on, Charles. Why is he still fighting? This, this, this is not, this is players. All right. He gets in there. At this point, this is another problem for me, too. Come on down, bro. Come on. You here. What you waiting on? Come on. Now, I can understand he felt that he was down. And he would have been down if Charles went in there and did his job. Nope, Charles didn't. And I'm sorry, but Charles need not to be starting. I mean, he's been tackled and he still missed his ass. Like, come on, man. Come on. And then that happens. For what? God. And people really said this is not a penalty. Come on, bro. And this is this how you know it's some bullshit. Look down here at Aaron Glenn and uh, <laughs> uh Scotty Miller. Look down here at these two. Look, look, he thinking he done did something, right? Now, mind you, we just gonna look up here. Look at the look at him. Look at him. Look, they all mad. <laughs> all I'm saying to the people is, is man, come on now. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's see. Uh, Derek Brown from the Panthers. Mm, I think he got a new contract. We need to trade for a D tackle, hopefully around the trade deadline. That's from Anthony Tillery. Uh, who? That's my question. Who? Who? Who are we trading for? Who you think is out there available? And what are you willing to give up for him? That's my question. Jerry, get up, looking crazy. Yeah, he look bad. The whole goddamn Seattle receiving core was open all game long. That's the problem. And if you look at that in reverse, I'm telling you, the one thing you don't want to do is get Dasmond Ritter opportunity to look like he's a G. I don't want that to happen. But I, if you're trading for somebody, who? Brad Holmes, who passed on Davis and Carter. Hey. Greatest GM of all time. Nobody's better. What's going on, Willis? Down Down 19, back the I, internet together? I, I had to jump back in. What the hell Charles Harris doing? What are you I listen, bro. I he's you you still missed my man had him wrapped up and you missed twice. Like it, I, this is why I'm saying, like, this is not a matter of the, the DC, it's a matter of the players. Like, man. I'm sorry. Like, if Charles Harris would not be starting for me, it would be Romeo Accord. Yes, bro. But they're trying to still run that um. Three four hybrid four two defense right, and for me, I'm like, okay, but I believe that that's all part of the plan. If it's one thing I will concede to is they all seem to be on the same page. Head coach and coordinators all agree on what the game plan is. So 
There is no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Aaron Donald will drastically change the defense. You think they're going to trade Aaron Donald to us? No, they they not doing that. The and, and, then, and then you trade for Aaron Donald and he retires at the end of the year. Now what? Right. You don't care because we had been with the Super Bowl? Come on now. You think you think hey, we going to – go ahead. Hey, how, how many um, how many snaps Jack Campbell got in the Ooh. last game? Ooh, let me, let, let me go back. See, that's a good question. I need, I need stuff like that. Yeah, I need stuff like that. Because they definitely – they definitely. He, uh, he was supposed to be the guy that helped stop the run. That's what he was supposed to be. But you remember my video? I said I wouldn't take him in the first. Mm. Remember, I did not – the only reason I didn't want to take him in the first was because I saw things and I'm like, ain't nobody got time to be trying to fix that. That's basic right. football. Right. Right? Now, he had a good debut because he made that good turn back and, 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 yeah. and, and yeah. you know – but let me see. Hold on. Um, um, hold on. What is he? Apparently, Jack Campbell is a popular name. I put in Jack Campbell stats, and I got a hockey player. Who knew? <laughs> who, who knew? I I didn't know. It didn't. It didn't. Jerry Jacobs falling on his ass. Like, come on, man, get up. Well, you know, I think I think that was just you know when you Madcalf did him dirty. I'm gonna put it like that. Madcalf. Yeah, we ain't got we ain't got nobody check Madcalf or Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett went off too. No, and and again, that's it's part of it, man. Like this is yeah, it's part yeah. of it's part of the game. But you got, I'm worried about Kyle Pitts. I feel like if there was ever a career day for Kyle Pitts and a quarterback, this is the one. Because that's what I would do. That's what I would do to attack them. It's crazy because they really don't use Kyle Pitts like that. I know because they understand that Kyle Pitts is like a decoy to a lot of people. That's the problem. Yeah. They know he's. They know he's a decoy. And one more thing: where the hell is James Mitchell at? You mean James Houston? Uh, no, I'm I'm talking about the tight end, James. No, Mitchell. no, we don't talk about we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about him. We can't talk. Every time I try to bring up somebody, you know, I'm a hater. So no, I, no, you know, no, we don't no, talk, no, no. I want we don't to, talk about no, him. No, I want to talk about James Mitchell. Where the hell is he at? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I I mean, if you're being honest, if we're being honest about it. I don't know. I mean, it's not like Sam LaPorta, like, Sam LaPorta's solid. I just want to know where James Mitchell at. Do you feel feel like James Mitchell should be getting more playing time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He looked this solid in preseason. I know it's preseason. But just, like, these healthy scratches is so stupid, bro. Like, just play him. So you don't like the healthy scratch. Okay. Let me Just, let me bring let me bring in John Kapler. All right. John, what's going on, man? What's going on? Hey, not much, man. Not much. What you got for me? Man, why is everyone tripping on our, our defense and our defensive tackles? Don't you know we don't need no talent? No, no, we don't need Jalen Carter. We got coaches. We can take a big guy that's six seven, three fifty that no one fucking heard of. You know why? Because we don't need talent. We got coaches that are going to coach, coach, coach him up. So we can say, we did that. Not the players. We did that. We coached him up. We polished him up. 
spanked him on the ass, and we put Broderick Martin out there. And he is much better than Carter could ever be because we coach, coach, coached him up. And you you feel like you feel like that basically that they should they shouldn't be doing at this point. We shouldn't be going at the projects. Is essentially what your take is, right? No, that that exactly. Go after the damn talent. But our coaching staff is so great. We don't need to go after the talent because oh man, he had to run in with the law. He's kind of a bad guy. We don't want that. He doesn't fit our culture. Yeah, I'm all for the bad guys. You, I hey, listen. Uh, I like bad and guys. This, and this excuse that Bijan, I mean not Bijan, uh, the, our guy is multi-purpose. We didn't draft a running back, folks. We drafted a weapon. He's multi-purpose. We can put him out over here as a wide receiver. We can put him in the back as a as a running back. Hell, we could line him up as a quarterback. He's multi-purpose. Jalen Carter can't do that. No, no. This is the guy we wanted, and we got extra picks for him. Well, how the fuck is that helping your defense? Hmm? How's that looking? <laughs> now, also let, let let me remind you of something. And people have actually been Lions fans long enough to remember this. Now, I remember when the trade deadline came along a few years ago and we got Snacks Harrison. Next oh, yeah, to, I do remember. Next to um, A. Robinson. A. Robinson was crap. But once Snacks got it, man, they were rubbing elbows. And at least in PFF size, man, Robinson got damn fucking good with a buddy next to him. He got damn good with Snacks next to him. But we, we don't want to get someone polished up to help a lean fucking look awesome and help the whole line. I mean, you get a lean next to Carter with Aiden Hutchinson? Is, is that meme says from that little nine-year-old white boy? Jesus Christ. Well, listen, at the end of the day, I know that many people um, are not going to understand. Play Madden. We're going to have Jimbo. We're going to have Bijan. We're going to have this guy. And Goff's going to turn into fucking Joe Montana. We're gonna play Madden, yo. Listen, the, the 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 thing is, is when you go through and you look at it, there's a lot of different ways you can look at it, and there's always gonna be a lot of the shoulda, woulda, couldas, and 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 dotta D's and all that. Oh, and their defense will find out that since their defense was dead last, they should have kept working on the defense. Your yeah. offense finished fifth. Let's see. It says all the D tackles are signed. One prize says no one is disagreeing about Charles Harris. Um, trade a third round pick for Bachner. No, they they're not. They're him. not. They're they not trading him. him yeah, they're not trading him. He already got they, the money. Yeah. Uh, Luke, can you teach these armchair G's? Hey, man, listen, the GMs be doing the damn thing. I just try to tell them, like, look, you got to look at things a little bit different. Absolutely, Nick or uh, Governor Stewart. Uh, mm. Let me see. I can agree with you on the AG thing. I was just mad, but he was adjusting the defense in the second. He did a whole lot of goddamn adjusting. They just could not get home. Um. 1991, uh, Max Stag says, where was the AG hate after the first game? Well, they were starting it up until we won, and I told everybody that we wasn't we wasn't tested in the weakness of our team. The only reason I picked us to beat Kansas City is because they are a pass-first team. I knew yep. that. I knew that they were a pass-first team. So I'm like, are you a pass-first team? If this secondary is who everybody think it is, this should play in our favor. And we still should have scored more points. But, hey, that's another story. Yep. Uh, I thought uh, Cam Sutton... I thought Cam Sutton was your guy. Who guy? I don't think Cam Sutton was that bad. 
it no, was just no, no. Jerry Jacobs. One of the three uh, DBs that we brought in. No, no, but a lot of fans were hyping up Cam Sutton. My problem with Cam Sutton is he don't cover those deep balls well. That's why he already got a pass interference on one and the other one. He gave, he gave up a nice little decent catch, but it is what it is. Mm. Um, that's why Captain Jack is supposed to be blessing in the middle. Uh, Luke, can you uh, coach these armchair GMs the difference between a run stuff D tackle and a pass rush D tackle? Yeah, Aline McNeil is not. I'm, I'm well, I'm very well aware. Hold on, John. Hold on, John. Hold on, John. I'm very well aware. Hold on, John. Hold on, John. And that's not directed at you, but hold on. Um, I don't think that people realize what's the role of Aline McNeil. He is, he's literally supposed to be Vincent Wilford. Like he's supposed to be like via Vea, take up a lot of space, make a few sacks here and there, but mm -hmm. basically get into space and don't let the quarterback step up. That's it. Now, if you go out and you get a guy like say Jalen Carter, he's expected to do it all because he's shown that he can, but if you take a guy like Jordan Davis, He's he's expected to take up space. Nobody expects yeah. for him to have a bunch of sacks. Nobody expects for him, nobody to be able to run past him either. <laughs> and yeah. when you look at a lot of our runs, they're not going past the lean. They're going to the outside. They're hitting off the tackles and the uh, and the guards. Luke, so, um, Luke, what's what's um, what was K nine numbers against us? Oh, let me let me just show this really quick. I'm sorry, could you ask me this earlier? Yeah. All right. Let me let me get this away. This is Jack Campbell's. Okay. This is his snaps okay. for the whole season so far. Two games, 48 snaps, 35%. It doesn't, it seems like, okay, no big deal. But then when you go over here and you look at the snaps right here, for one, Alex Anzalone, he's got 90% of the snaps the last game, 94% of the snaps the game before that. He's got 61 in the first, 65 in the second. Um, and our only sack. <laughs> I, listen, I this this that's not me. This is not me. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I mean, it is only going into game three, so there's time for Captain Jack. You know, get a few. But this is Derek Barnes. I just want y'all to see this that I'm not making this up. This is Derek mm -hmm. Barnes. So when you go through and you look at Derek Barnes' snap counts, right? Derek Barnes is getting about 48 percent of the snaps. Okay, and he and he been solid though. I like what I've seen him. But, but see, if, if we have, <laughs> be quiet. I'm be quiet. No, say it. I, say I, it, I have say been it, I have been screaming for him to come to be starting last year. You can go all the way to last year, and I'm like, dude, against the 49ers, I'm like, he's the only reason we was able to slow the run down. Like, like, dude, you got to play these people. Yes, we're not using them. But yes. if you look at if you look at the snap counts, 54 percent of the snaps in the last game, 42 percent, 27 and 39. The only one who getting snaps at linebacker faithfully is Alex Anzalone. Because they paid him the big money. So they got to be, they got to play him. He's taking 126 snaps. There's no way he should be out there that much. And I haven't even looked up in Rod because Rod ain't got no snaps neither. But yep. you telling me you took this guy 18th overall and he getting more snaps on special teams than he is on deep? Come on, bro. I don't know. Just play uh -huh. him. Like, I don't understand. Just play him, bro. I don't get why they're so scared to play Broderick Martin. You traded up for the man. Yeah, that's another one. You know, that's that's a... I mean, is she, is she like, just a bigger version of Aleem since Aleem did all this yoga and trimmed down? He's just there to stop the pass, and you can't have two run stuff in defensive tackles? I mean, you mm -hmm. traded up for him, so it's not like you drafted a guy to 
Uh, he'll just be our third string rotational defensive tackle. You trade it up, so he should be getting something, right? He ain't for down the line to fill our depth. Yeah, like I, say, I, I just don't. I just don't understand. Like, what else can you ask for? Hey, Luke. Before I go, go. Can you go to um, K nine number before I head out? K nine. K nine. Because I just want to see what Seattle running backs did real quick. That's it. Kenneth Walker. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me let me get Kenneth Walker up there. Hold on one second. Let me get him up there. Now against us, it's well, it's mm, I'm going, I'm going, yeah, because I want to, I want to keep it there. But I'll, I'll explain to you what it looked like. Okay. Um, and why I have certain views about how that went. Um, because in situational football, Kenneth Walker was really, really good for them. Now you want to just know what he did in our game, right? Yeah. Okay. And you want to know what the snaps or just the rushing yards or what? Yeah, what exactly? Just, just just overall how he did against us. Okay. So let me bring this up first. All right. Against the Lions, he had 17 carries for 43 yards, which was a 2.53 yard average, but he had two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um and um he caught that's weak. Huh? <clears throat> oh, that's weak. Two touchdowns and he was getting two point two. I mean, look at all the crap Jamal Williams did from the goal line. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> it, but see, that's what I'm saying. I was just gonna use that same comparison because that's what it that's what I was looking at. I was looking at it like, you know, don't let those numbers confuse you mm-hmm. when looking at that game because that's not the story that we we're talking about and stuff. And when he, you look at him, um, all those touchdowns that, were, were opportunities, wide open opportunities. Here yeah, you go. Like he, like he didn't, like he didn't, did he go crazy well, like he on the ground? Sat on 120 yards in the game, you know, rushing, you know, for, for five, a thing and broke off three, you know, forties yard, you know, runs and earned it. It was just, it was yeah, right there. I mean, but, but did he go, did he go like, crazy on the ground against the Lions? No. But what he did in situational football is where it it got interesting at. Because now in situational football is where stuff gets But was it him doing that or was it our defense allowing for that to happen? Well, I mean, I mean, it was, I mean, it's it's a little bit of both, but I'll explain to it. But Steve-O says Barnes has been our best linebacker so far. Yeah. Because yeah. you know why? Because he's a he's a run defending linebacker. He's I, I always compare him to like Stephen Tollett. He's a run defending linebacker. And when you look at people yeah. like Jack Campbell, he is better served at being a pass rushing guy. Like I mean, I'm not I'm not uh, a coverage guy. I think he's better in coverage than he is as a run defender, in my opinion. I mean, this film showed it last year at Iowa. Um, Barnes and Jack should be our starters. You yes. ain't gonna get. Thank you. Overall, and again, these are some of the things Will, that you are on fire today with good stuff. Yeah, these are some of the things I look at when looking at the general manager. Why did we keep Ellis? Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, if we didn't have Ellis Anceloni, did we really lose anything? No, God, no. Like, I remember when everybody was hyping up Michael Rodriguez and they thought I was hating because I was like, he's, buddy, just, he's so coaching average. buddy from New Orleans. We got to keep. Alex anal zone, he's coach's buddy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's that's the thing, man. 
Oh, it's an hour and 31 minutes. All right. Let me I'm ahead ahead out. Yeah, let me let y'all get y'all final thoughts in because I'm finna I'm finna wrap it up. Uh Don Don, don't jump out. Uh give me your final thoughts, John, before I before I wrap it up. Don't do what we did last week. Don't let quarterbacks run around. Don't let running backs or don't let the running game screw us over and defense do better. I mean, they, I believe they'll do better, but it's going to start with them being able to be more sound and disciplined in, in their, in their and, and coach. For the love of God, you don't always have to go for it on fourth down. Take the points when you can get them. I disagree. No, I disagree. I'm not saying. I listen, listen, let me tell you something. You got to understand something, right? I can go to any sport and show you why this is cool to me for two reasons. When you are, when you have a certain style of play, you live by it, you die by it. I can't tell you how many times I watch Steph Curry go out there, pull threes from anywhere on the court, and it go in every single time. Every single time. And then I can't tell you how many times I watch Steph Curry go out there and shoot a three, and it never caught the back end of the basketball rim. But I never heard a person be like, you're shooting too many threes, Steph, stop it. I've never heard that. I've seen games where in baseball – We ain't Steph Curry. That's, but that's not the point. The point is, is you live and die by what you do. When you're good at it, you're good at it. When you're bad at it, you're bad at it. Everybody has bad moments. I don't have a problem with him going for it, going for it on fourth down because we have four downs for a reason. And if you're going to do it, guess what it does? It can set up something down the stretch of the game where maybe a person has like thought, like, I'm gonna do this different, I'm gonna do that different. And they can they may decide to do something a little different in terms of saying, Well, this might be a fake, or that might not be a fake. It can open up so many other things. And I'm just saying, I, I have no problems with him going for it on fourth down. It's just situational football. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody. Well, I'm sorry, I, no, I can't say I cannot say nobody. Adam did. Adam did not like the even though we picked the fourth down up against the Chiefs, he didn't like that call because he's like, look where you are. If you don't get that, you look like a douchebag and you give them a short field. And he's right. He's right about that. But nobody criticized that fourth down move when it happened. That's all. All right, people. Um, let me see. Um if we take the point, golf doesn't throw the pick six. We can't say that. <laughs> we, we cannot say that. If listen, if we do that, w- Willie, if we do that, you also got to say if Seattle don't miss two kicks, right? We got to say that if we don't fumble the ball twice, it's too many ifs in there. All right. Uh, final thoughts B John plus 170 yards, zero sex, MO Lions. We have the talent, but it's been schemed incorrectly on offense or defense. That's my thing, offense or defense. But it doesn't matter. I just I want people to just be able to look at it and say it's too soon to say same old lines. It just it's just too soon. You just have to play disciplined sound ball and you'll be just fine. That's it. The defense is not being schemed correctly. Whoop. Giovanni. No, it's not a scheme issue. It's just, it's, I, I, oh, I, got, I wish, I wish it was a scheme issue. I swear to God, I wish it was a scheme issue, but it's not. It's not. This is, it's not. Like, I can, I can show this to my face. It's blue. This is not a scheme issue. This right here, this on players. 
This is on players. This is not scheme. I got this thing slowed down so we can see it. This is this on players. He gets back here. All right. He gets a helmet on him. The running back stays strong enough. When is Charles Harris going to decide to be a part of the play? He whiffed on that one. Now here comes Gardner Johnson. And Harris again. Whiffs again. That's not a scheme issue. Let's skip. Let's skip ahead. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in the fucking box. I don't Ellis <sighs> Anzalone comes up. Look at this. Helmet on helmet. Now everybody's looking. The running back presses. Look. What scheme? What that's not a scheme issue. When is he gonna get over the top? And by the time he got over there, it was too late. That some people got they make plays too, Pink Man. Let's skip. Let's look here. This is not scheme. This is not, oh, this is these are scheme problems. No. Look at this. And that ain't even Kenneth Walker in the backfield. But they gotta still respect it. Look, play action. Anzalone. He right here. What's look? He just getting his ass whooped. Look at the pocket. What scheme? One, two, three, four, five. What scheme? Cam Sutton trying to help dog out over here. He just got an easy pitch and catch. There's nothing around him. What scheme? Look, there's, there's Cam Sutton. This is just... <sighs> what scheme? Even right here, look at the pocket. No one's near him. He look, he whooping his ass. He whooped his ass. That's a what scheme? I'm sorry. It's just we 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 can't we can't say that. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta disagree with you on that one. I'm sorry. I don't see it. This is players need to do their job. You know, but I got to get out of here because it's, it's the weekend. Uh, I got more to combat one. And uh, a brother got a brother got to get some revenge on, on some people. My nephew got it. Uh, he got it before me, that three day early access. Uh, it made a difference. But uh, what I can't have is teenage kids talking trash to me. Um, so I'm going to put I'm going to put the smack down on dog. OK, um, it's going down. But nonetheless, you know me, man. I thank everybody for showing up, for rocking with me, being there. It's simple. I got the Lions winning this game, um, ironically, by 10 points. I think that we'll win this game 31. 
to 21. That's that's my that's my my belief. 31 to 21. I think we get at least 30 points, and I think we take that run part away because we get up quickly. But Ben Ben Johnson gonna have to start doing some deep strikes down the field. He's gonna have to. Um, um. <laughs> okay, that's a bit uh, clear. Win with rating, bruh. You know what? I'm I'm feeling Kulao more than I am rating. Kulao and me are we are like we are bonding. Um, but I tried beating him with rating, and he did me so bad, so so bad with goddamn Scorpion that it just it was not even close. Like I I didn't know what I was doing, but yeah. You know me, people. I can't do nothing but end the show on a positive note. And today's positive quote comes from, um, what is it, Marcus Aurelius. I hope I said his name right. Uh, He says, the opinion of 10,000 men is of no value if none of them know anything about the subject. The opinion of 10,000 men is of no value if none of them know anything about the subject. See, when I heard this, the first thing I thought about is be weary of who you let lead you. Be weary of who you ask for advice. There are some people that you think may have experience dealing with it, but their experience, they never learned the lesson from it. And you're going to them to get advice, and they're only going to tell you how to make the same mistake twice. That's all they're going to do. All right? And at the end of the day, when you look up and you see how these people are, are moving around, you see how they're getting things done. They're going to always give you advice based on what they would do. The problem is they're not you. And they don't have any logical explanation to why they give you that advice. There's some people who would tell you to have a surgery and don't even know half the Latin words used for the surgery. But they got all the advice in the world. You would not go to a preschooler for law advice. You would not go to a farmer for surgery. You would not go to the police to uh, put out uh, uh, a fire. Everyone has a role. But when you decide to go to people and get advice, make sure that they know information to the subject. I see it all the time where people go to their friends and, oh, man, this girl did this. And, oh, I wouldn't do that. And they get you to break up the girl, and then guess what? They write with the same girl that they got you to break up with. I'm just trying to get you to understand that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, make sure that the people you're getting advice from is aware of the information they're providing you. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I got to get up out of here. Um, time to get some Mortal Kombat on. And to all the people who jumped in, um, my man, Marcus Landon, Sky Guy, Black Spirit, uh, Dr. Detroit, uh, Giovanni Lyons, every single person who jumped in, had her house. Um, thank you. Thank you for being here. Steve-O, thank you. Uh, I appreciate you gentlemen so much. Ramon, the new age, all of you gentlemen who came in here, Marcus Willis, Greg, all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Willie, thank you. Uh, and you know, you know how I end the show. Um, if you don't do nothing else, don't be no chump, please. Please do your research. Lions win on Sunday. We will be having a victory Monday. Let's get it.